I love to be around leaders. Man, leaders motivate me. They crank me up. They get me going. And I really appreciate all of you coming because I look in this room and I see leaders here. I see leaders that have been leaders in the community for a long time. And then I see people that are emerging as leaders, and I'm just proud of you. Thank you for being a leader in your business and in the community. Thank you for doing that. We need more of you, and I appreciate you coming. A little bit about Power Lunch. Power Lunch is just something we do. I've been doing it for a long time to kind of give you just a kind of a short snippet of leadership stuff that hopefully will motivate you and encourage you as a leader. When I began to think about the, the Power Lunch today, I, I wanted to do something kind of personal with you today rather than me just kind of pull together a lot of information. And I want you to look at the title today. The title is profound to me. It's I Believe in You. I Believe in You. And uh, I, I want you to look at the subtitle. Y'all say it together with me. A Nobody That Somebody Believed In. I was a... A young boy, young, I mean real young, I've been talking about 15 years old. My dad got sick, and uh, I was in school, and uh, he got real sick. And we were poor, but we didn't know it, y'all. Y'all, 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 some of you probably came from that kind of environment. Uh, We lived on a farm, didn't have a whole lot, but we thought we were rich. We never went hungry, but we didn't have a lot. My dad got sick and was put in the hospital and almost died, and he couldn't work. And so what happened was, uh, when I was about 15 years old, well, when I was 15 years old, I would go to school and I got a part-time job sweeping the floor in a fab shop. Uh, There was this man, this company that had a fab shop, and uh, I would go there and sweep the floor. And I was a nobody, absolutely a nobody. I mean, I was just a, a, a skinny kid with long hair, believe it or not. I had long hair. And so uh, I'd sweep the floor. I was a floor sweeper. I started off sweeping a floor in a fab shop. And uh, every now and then, this guy would walk by, and he had a three-piece suit on, and he looked real dignified to me. And uh, I was a little knot-headed boy sweeping the floor in a fab shop, pushing trash from one point to the other. And uh, this guy in this three-piece suit, he would walk by, And he would stop, and he'd look at me, and he'd say, Son, I believe in you. And then he'd move on. And I would think, Who the heck is that guy? And why would he say that to me? I'm just a nobody. And you you remember when you were a nobody and people that were somebody would, you kind of felt inferior a little bit? And uh, and I'd just go about my business, sweep the floor, and... uh, Every now and then he'd pop back out in the, in the fab shop and he'd have his three-piece suit on and he'd walk by and he'd stop me and say, Son, I believe in you. Now, you have to understand something. This is profound. I'm, uh, I know you don't believe it. I'm 60 years old. So that was 45 years ago. And that man still says that to me. Son, I believe in you. I'm still connected with him. Now, I went from sweeping a floor to a fab shop to then kind of promoting and growing in the business and going to school and getting some education and uh, cut my teeth and learning about metal and work and environmental work. 
And for all these years, this man, and he's a, he's a very dignified man, he's a very prosperous man, but all these years, for all these 45 years, periodically, he will come back into my life and he says the same thing. Son, I believe in you. And for 45 years, this man has said that repetitively to me over and over and over again. I just got off the phone with him this morning. I called him on the phone and I said, I'm going to talk about you today. And he said, what do you mean you're going to talk about? Now, he's 80-something years old now. His name is Jim. And I said, Jim, you made such an impact in my life for 45 years You said the same thing to me over and over and over again that you believe in me. And I told him today, I said, I want to tell you something. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for believing in a nobody. And I was a nobody that somebody believed in. And when I thought about that, I thought about us as leaders. You know, how how do you do that? How do you stay connected for 45 years with somebody that says the same thing to you over and over and over again, I still believe in you. I still believe in you. And this, uh, this, this morning when I talked to him on the phone, he said, you know what, Brother Jack, I've always believed in you. I still believe in you. And this is what he said, you've never disappointed me. Now, when I think about that, I think about how do you set up, how do you regulate your life as a leader so that when somebody believes in you, that you don't disappoint them and you can keep connected with them for 45 years and they're still saying the same thing, man, I believe in you. How do you set up regulations in your life so that you don't wreck your leadership? How do you stay on task? How do you, how do you keep yourself between the ditches of life so that 45 years down the road, the guy that believed in you when you was a nobody still says, I'm proud of you and I believed in you and you've never disappointed me. And you know what, guys, all of us could say we've saw leaders that have emerged and they've wrecked their lives, right? We all know that. We all know the stories. We've heard the horror stories. And so when I think about leaders and especially young leaders, I want to speak into their life to encourage them not to wreck their lives. So how do you set up these these regulations in your life? And what are those regulations that will propel you so that you can have a legacy that you are proud of and people are proud of you? And and there's a lot of things we could say. For example, I could say, well, you know what? You got to have determination. And boy, we all know that as a leader. You got to be a bulldog. You got to have determination. You You've got you've to have that spirit about you. And we could all say, well, you've got to have goals. And that's true. You really do have to have goals and you have to accomplish those goals. And you've got to have certain things about you that causes you to get up every day and go, man, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep on and I'm going to do it well. But I'm, I wanted to reflect back in my life that somebody cared about me to say, I believe in you. And I believe this, everybody, and I want you to listen to me. I'm going to let you out of here quickly. I believe that inside of every one of you, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter how old you are, how young you are, there is a reservoir of untapped potential ready to be unleashed to propel you to greater greatness. Now, in order for you to harness that potential, and I believe this with all my heart, and to keep you balanced and to keep your order in your life for the long haul, 
You've got to have some things that you set up in your life that will kind of bump you back into uh, the right frame of mind, the right leadership, the right kind of life. So today, I wrote down eight regulators <clears throat> that I believe that you ought to have as a leader. And I'm going to give them to you today. First of all, I think you've got to have integrity. I believe you've got to have integrity. Uh, for, for that man to say to me 45 years later and all through my life, hey, you know what, I believe in you, I've always believed in you, I'm going to tell you, integrity will carry you for the long haul. Would you believe that? And I believe that you're to write this down beside that word uh, integrity. I believe you've got to have personal integrity. I believe that you've got you've to have integrity about yourself, and you don't, need to, you don't need to compromise your personal integrity. And I also believe that you've got to have professional integrity. I believe that your professional integrity speaks to those that are around you on your job. They speak to your peers. Uh, they speak to people. That speaks to people above you and people that are below you. So I believe you've got to have personal integrity and professional integrity. And then the third one, I think you ought to have some public integrity. That is, when you're away from people that nobody knows who you are, you still need integrity, right? When I look at that, I know that I've got to have personal integrity about my life. I've got to have some professional integrity about me, and I've got to have some uh, public integrity about me. Because everywhere I go, somebody's watching me. And you know what? Everywhere you go, somebody's watching you as well. Have you ever been off on a trip and you think you're away from everybody and somebody comes up and says, oh, there you are. Anybody here ever done that? I'm telling you, no matter where I go, uh, my wife will say, you know what? If you go to the other side of the world, somebody's going to come up and say, hey, Brother Jackie. And you know what? I've learned in my life that somebody's always watching you, not just my family and not just do I know who I am and with my own integrity, but people that work with me, i got to display that integrity. But you know what? Uh, there's a public out there that I've got to show integrity to as well. If you're going to be a good leader, you've got to have integrity in your life. And you don't ever need to compromise that. The second thing that you need in your life is you need to know how to respect. You need to know how to show respect and give respect. And I wrote down four things that I believe that really, that really resonate with the word respect. I believe you've got to respect those above you. You've got to respect those above you. I believe we're living in a world today where a lot of people don't know how to respect anybody. And we've got to learn how to respect those above us. Those are, that's called our authorities in our life. And then I think you've got to respect those below you. And I, I think you need to write this down. They might be your boss one day. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, you've got to learn to respect those below you. You know, I often thought about that. Here's a guy in a three-piece suit walking by, speaking to an old boy sweeping the floor, and, and he showed me respect by saying, son, I believe in you. He didn't have to speak to me. He didn't have to give me the time of day. He didn't have to believe in me, but he showed me respect. You've got to respect those above you, those that are below you, and those alongside of you. You've got to respect those. You know, it don't cost you anything to show respect. You ought to show respect to those, everybody around you. And then finally, you need to respect you. There's a lot of people who don't even respect themselves. So I think that if you're going to be a good leader and you're going to be a solid leader and you're going to have leadership for the long haul, you've got to know how to have respect. And then thirdly, you've got to have a positive attitude. 
You've got to have a positive attitude. Nobody wants to be around negative people. Nobody wants to be around people that, that talk negative all the time. Don't always look for the problems, look for the solutions. You've got to be able, I remember, and I've said this to y'all over and over and over again, your attitude will determine your altitude. If you've got a good attitude, you're going to rise above things. But if you've got a negative attitude, you're going to crash and burn along the journey. Nobody wants to be around somebody with a negative attitude. You've got to have a positive attitude. Look for solutions, not just the problems. You've got to have a good attitude. And then fourthly, boy, this is the one you ought to star. You've got to have consistency about yourself. You know, there's a lot of people that, 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 that do well for a while. But you've got to do well all the time. You've got to be consistent. You've got to be consistent with your leadership. You've got to be on task. Don't, don't be up today and down tomorrow. Uh, don't be in today and out tomorrow. Don't be positive today and negative tomorrow. Uh, you, you've got to show consistency in your personality and who you are. And when you show consistency, people know they can trust you. But if you're inconsistent in your life, people don't know what, which one of you they're getting the next day. You've got to show consistency in your life. And then, number five, have humility. <clears throat> have humility. I believe that all of us would agree with this, that pride and arrogancy is poison. When you've got pride, you're a prideful person, you've got arrogance about you, nobody wants to be around you. You've got to walk in humility. The Bible says that we are to humble ourselves. And we, we need to do that. We need to make sure that we have humility as a leader. And then, number six, you need to have a good memory. Now, I know some of you are going to struggle with that one. <clears throat> now, you say, Brother Jack, what do you mean a good memory? Listen to me. Don't forget those that have helped you along the way. Don't forget those that have helped you along the way. You know, I, I just thank God for people that have helped me along the way. And one thing that I try to do, and you, you need to remember this, you need to every now and then call those people and say thank you. You need to call them up and say, hey, when I was a nobody, you encouraged me. When I, when, I, when, I, when I didn't have anything, you were there to speak a word. And you gave me a job when I didn't have a job. Thank you for that. You believed in me when nobody else believed in me. Thank you for that. You know what we have a tendency to do? We have a tendency to outgrow those people or outrun them. And we don't stop and call them up and go, man, I'm still thinking about you. I want to tell you this, guys. I, I've been in the environmental work for years and years and years. I was in air pollution and in water pollution, and I make great friends along the journey. I, by the way, I didn't come to be the pastor of this church because I hated my job. That's not why I came here. I, I came here because God began to grow the church, and I had to say, when I walked in to resign my position in the company I was in, the president of the company was sitting behind his desk and started crying and said, I knew this was going to happen. And I want to tell you this, that was many years ago. He's still my friend. We still hang out together. Him and his wife and me and my wife still go out to dinner together. The people that have helped me along the way, I still have a great friendship with them. I call them every now and then and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Had you on my mind. Wanted to tell you thank you for giving me the opportunity you gave me. Want to tell you that you made a difference in my life. 
Thank you for making a deposit in me. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for correcting me. I've even made that phone call. Thank you. Thank you that you corrected me when I needed to be corrected. I just want to tell you thank you for that because you helped shape me into who I am today. Listen, you need to have a good memory as a leader. I promise you right now, if you'll stop and think about it, there's somebody in your past that believed in you when you was a nobody that you ought to call them up and say thank you for that. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for doing that. Listen, always have a good memory. Have a good memory. Never forget to touch base with those people. I promise you in the long run, you're going to be blessed. I'm going to tell you a story about it. This is going to blow your mind. I got to go though. A few weeks ago, I was sick as a dog, man. I was sick on, on uh, I was running fever and chills. I was, man, I was sick. And I told Beth, I said, Beth, I'm going home, man. And, and I went home and I, I went upstairs. I told my wife, I said, I'm sick. I'm going upstairs. I'm going to bed. It's, it's, a, it's at lunchtime. Look, guys, I don't go to bed in the middle of the day. But I was sick as a dog. And I went upstairs and I laid down, took all kind of drugs I could take that was legal. And uh, went upstairs and crashed. About 5.30, my wife came upstairs and opened the door, and she said, uh, there's a man here to see you. I said, a man? I'm sick. I don't want to see nobody. And she said, well, this man wants to see you. And I walked downstairs, and there was a man that I knew years and years and years ago in the business world. And he was sitting there, and him and his wife was at my house. And I said, what in the world are you doing here? He said, I need to come and give you something. I said, what? I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm thinking, if you don't get out of here, I'm going to give you something. That's what's going to happen to you. I'm sick. And he said, God told me to come and give you something. He's blessed my business. And he told me if I would bless you, my business would be blessed even more. And I said, what are you talking about? And he reached in his pocket and gave me two key pots. And I said, what are you doing? He looked at his wife and said, let's go. I said, sir, you're going to have to wait a minute. Oh, what are you doing here? He said, it's in your driveway. I brought you something because I believe in you. And I walked outside and there's a brand new pickup truck in my driveway. And I said, sir, I can't take that. He said, do you want to rob me of my blessing?" Because I believe in you. And I thought, right on. Right on. Right on. Yeah. But what I'm saying to you is, I could have forgot him. He could have, he could have, he could have encouraged me when I was young. Now, this was another guy. He could, have, he could have invested in my life when I was young. And I could have taken what he gave me and just forgot him. But I didn't. Every now and then I'll pick up the phone and call him up and go, man, how are you and your family doing? Just wanted to tell you thank you for helping me back years ago. And I'm going to tell you, you got to have a good memory. You never know what's going to happen down the road. And you don't need to forget those that helped you in leadership. So if there's somebody that helped you along the way, pick up the phone or send them an email or whatever and say, I just want to tell you thank you for helping me. So have a good memory. And then, sow and reap. Sow and reap. <clears throat> if you'll sow in good seeds into people's lives, 
you'll reap a good harvest as a leader. You've got to realize that every day of your life, you're sowing some things. And, the, and, and if you sow good stuff, you'll get good stuff. But if you sow bad stuff, you'll get bad stuff. So realize every day of your life that you're making a deposit somewhere. And that deposit is going to bring a harvest in your life. And as a leader, you need to realize that you are to sow so that you can reap. And don't forget that. And then pay it forward. Pay it forward. Pay it forward, y'all. Don't, <clears throat> listen, don't forget there is a nobody around you that somebody needs to believe in. You know what? Walk up to one of them little nappy-headed young people and say to them, Son, I believe in you. Young lady, I believe in you. Keep pushing them up. Keep pushing them up. Push up people. Pay it forward. Don't be a selfish leader. Don't just take your ball and run with it. Help somebody else carry theirs. Look at somebody around your world and look at them and go, I believe in you. I think you're going to be a great guy, a great gal. There's great plans for your life. And I want you to pay it forward just like somebody did in my life. And then the bottom line is, remember, somebody believes in you. Don't disappoint them. Somebody believes in you. Don't disappoint them. Make sure that you're a leader that's going to have integrity and, and respect and a positive attitude. You're going to be consistent in your life. And you're going to walk with humility. And you're going to, you're going to have a good memory. And you're going to sow the right seeds. And you're going to pay it forward. And I believe when you do that, my friend, you're going to find out long uh, down, the, down the journey of your life that you're going to see some real positive results. Thank you all for coming to Power Lunch. I hope it blessed you. Call somebody and tell them thank you today. God bless you. I'll see y'all later.